0: Hey, this is Romancing the Zone, a podcast about a podcast about boys playing tabletop games. I'm Nell Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey. And I'm Ann Kern. Let's roll.
1: (laughs) Is that good or bad? It's
2: a
0: one. Oh. Okay, so listen, everybody. Brittany, you have to uh, start from the beginning. Where did you find this random die that just gave you a, a critical miss? (laughs)
2: i found it in the house i moved into in barrow alaska it was like the only thing it was sitting in the middle of a of the floor of a blank room just to (laughs) die and i was like oh my a a d20 of course i'm going to take it and i've literally never rolled it before i've always just had it this was was the test (laughs)
1: This is this is now the pitch for the the Jumanji movie that's D and
0: D. Ooh, it's Jumanji like... meets D and D meets uh the Conjuring <laughs> franchise. Oh my gosh, I
2: have just like released so many demons into my
1: house. I, I think I honestly I think you should probably roll again because I want to know if the reason that this die was abandoned is that it always rolls a one. Ooh. Oh maybe do it again. No, that was a ten.
2: Okay. Hmm. And it stopped right before it rolled off the table. So maybe mm. this maybe the good mm. demon just came through. It's like, I got you,
0: girl. Ooh, that's fun. If every time you roll you're letting out some other entity. <laughs> fun. You never know who you're gonna get. <laughs> <I know.
1: laughs> it's like a wild magic roll, you never know which oh. which one will be released. It's exact yeah. <laughs> it's like thirteen ghosts, but D and D, yeah.
0: It's the mystery date of thirteen ghosts <laughs> and D and D. You guys, I think we're onto something here.
1: Yeah, but we're sorry. We're going to just uh, do a different podcast now. Yeah, <laughs> just this movie that we're pitching to Wizards of the Coast.
0: Yeah, I know we're right in the middle of what's what was a really great action film here on The Adventure Zone, but it looks like we got to go where, uh, where we're being called, right? <laughs> got to go where the demons take you.
2: Always do it. Just go with them. I mean, I could not have planned that better. That was beautiful. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, it was
0: you letting this die tell you exactly what it's about, <laughs> and it showed you. Well, we'll see. We'll see how the how the rest of the episode plays out. We, there might just be a curse upon this entire episode. Yeah, so yeah. please we'll, take caution listening. Take caution as we are recording. Right. Uh, if you're driving while listening, maybe pull to oh the side God. for a
2: moment. Just <laughs> make sure.
0: If there's any moment where you're not quite sure, you know, just play it safe.
2: Always be vigilant. Mm -hmm. And that's true no matter what. No matter how many demons, no matter what podcast podcast you're listening listening to. to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, anyway, welcome back, Brittany. (laughs) Thank you. And your haunted die (laughs) and our beautiful listeners. I'm just looking
2: at it now. I'll send you guys a picture, please. please Oh my God,
0: you're going to send us a picture. There's just going to be like this dark miasma (laughs) around it. And you're like, it seems (laughs) totally fine. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Your cat's going to be in the background hissing.
0: Just absolutely (laughs) scrunched up. Right, Mm puffy-tailed, raised back. Uh. I can't believe somebody left this here. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, on with the story. Yeah,
1: back back to this other movie franchise that Travis McElroy is building. Back to the action film. Uh, can we talk about the fact that, per Travis's trailer, that apparently that their crew is now made up of Shrek, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Colin Firth? I mean, that's who I
0: remember being. Here. That was that <laughs> that's was definitely what I've been
1: picturing in my head the entire time. So that was definitely where the accents were going, which I support. I, you know, I mean, hey, if they want to make a movie out of this, they need some powerhouse names. So that's you true. Know. He's already getting ahead them. of it.
0: He's he's seeing where this is going. Yeah, he's gonna wrangle this he where he wants it out. to go.
1: They've already they're they're going to be in a major motion picture. So now the next step is for them to produce a major motion picture starring uh-huh. people who are even bigger stars than they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is that is how it goes. That's the natural order of things.
0: Yeah, that's how everybody in Hollywood got their projects made or got. Their <laughs> and uh, so we hop right back into this film, and it seems like we're ready to go. And immediately take a short rest, <laughs> which was a pretty good idea. Yeah. I
2: mean, I think that's, that's a great right. way to start any work day.
0: <laughs> For sure. You know, you spend so much time getting there. I'm, I'm here. I finally made it. Right. Now I'm going to go spend 10 minutes in the kitchen getting my, my tea mm-hmm. and chatting with all my coworkers, and then I will get to work.
1: Thank you. Right. <laughs> Well, in this case, it's more like, well, I guess they do chat with their coworkers. I was they going to do. say they I have think, a lot of chat I think with that the coworkers. Fitz was was planning not to do that <laughs> for it sure did seem that way. Uh, was just gonna was just gonna kind of put his head between his knees and oh sit quietly goodness. at a desk for a while.
2: Argo is that well-meaning co-worker that comes in with snacks nobody really wants, and is like, oh, I brought, like, terrible cupcakes for everyone. Everyone's like, <laughs> oh, thank you, and, like, eats them, but kind of... But then, apparently, you roll a nat 20, and they are just the tastiest things.
0: These cupcakes rule,
1: yeah. <laughs> Everyone's really hesitant, and then they cupcakes. take a bite, and they're like... Wow. You know what? Mm-hmm.
0: I, yeah, I thought these were going to be a little dry. I thought this flavor combo was a little <laughs> weird, but I'm they into look, this. They, uh,
2: you know, from Golden Girls, how Rose would always make the weirdest concoctions. Yeah, mm-hmm. But
0: every so often. Some Schnargen, Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, a real good one would come to play. So I think that was the situation here.
0: Yeah. Argo's definitely the Rose Nylund of this group. Uh, <laughs> and he's just, he wants to chat with his friends. But I want to say, here's what I think is a little bit interesting – is it Argo asking about his friends because he cares about them, which is what I want to think, mm. but also how much of it is him trying to get info uh-huh. for his little crew back at the school? Oh, interesting, interesting take, way.
1: yes, especially since Just he's wondering. he specifically targets Fitz. He does ask both of them, uh-huh. but he does definitely encourage Fitz to tell him more. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sneaky rogue playing playing people with snacks for information.
0: (laughs) That's how you do it. That's how all the best rogues do it. Well, (laughs) even on that, even along those same lines, I I don't know if Fitzroy's answer, which ended up being pretty weird and poorly planned out, it sounds like it's part of me is like, is this going to be played as, well, Griffin wasn't expecting this and Mm -hmm. he hadn't thought it out? Or it, and is it real? And that's actually the case? Or is maybe Fitz lying? Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't want to talk about his family. Yeah, I
1: wasn't sure about that. Because I thought it was fair that he was saying initially that he didn't really see his family, that they had a mm-hmm. big house and that he was probably on his own a lot or with, you know, some kind of caretaker rather than his parents. Um So it kind of seems reasonable that if he was pressed by someone that he knew that he might make up some details about how his mother always had hot mint gum in her purse, (laughs) uh, regardless of whether it was true.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it did make me wonder, like, is this real? Is he making it up? Was it just Griff caught off guard? I Mm. don't know.
2: Yeah, I definitely just took it as Griff being caught off guard. Sure. I think that's absolutely the easiest way it could be. But
0: I
1: love the idea of it being Fitz playing everything very close to the chest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could go either way with it. I I think that... That Griffin in the past, sometimes when he's been asked to do really improv, um, mm-hmm. has has fumbled with it a little bit, which and not sure. in a way that I don't hard. enjoy, because honestly, this was yeah. extremely in character for Fitz. So mm-hmm. it, it totally works. But I do I do like um, maybe even if it's just retroactively putting it in the context of Fitz, maybe not wanting to give this information up or not having enough information to give that he simply didn't have that kind of relationship. Uh that was kind of
0: where my mind went was that maybe it's either he doesn't want to say because he's embarrassed or he doesn't want to say because he doesn't actually have the family he's telling them he does i don't know Mm
1: -hmm. it's very uh it it makes the idea of him wanting to be a knight in absentia for this Mm -hmm. country that may or may not even exist that this is a (laughs) thing that he fell for it sort of it tracks a lot more if his parents were this kind of an abstract idea or maybe even a borderline fantasy right. that he had about what sort of people they were that wasn't uh-huh, really yeah. based on reality because they just weren't there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I have to warn our listeners now. I feel like this like I'm loving this discussion we're having right now and I feel like this is going to be the um the fanon episode a little bit where mm-hmm. we uh cuz I know there are some moments in here where girls the shipping has started. I mean, <laughs> it had already started from day 1. But Ships the shipping have set is sale. getting it's picking up. It's, these <laughs> ships are catching some, some wind for sure in these
2: sails. The sails are out in full and... Just, just saying. Favorable weather if you would like your ship to set
0: I like that. Forward, onward we go. Upward, as it were. There you go. After all this talk about fish and moms. Yeah,
1: I was going to say uh, 10 minutes <laughs> on fish and moms should be our new spinoff. And I think we are at almost exactly that. So we are crushing it. <laughs> It's just such a great topic.
0: (laughs) So easy to fall into. You just lose track of time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And now onward and upward. Yeah, literally. uh, Since they are now climbing a flight of stairs and Argo gets a nat one, just like you, Brittany. Have you stubbed your toe yet? Should we be concerned? No, but the cat Mm. scared me twice, so. Uh, I think that counts.
0: Yeah, just like a little a little hiccup that that's fair. Mm-hmm.
2: I am. I do appreciate, though, that he is uh, Travis is kind of rolling, haha, rolling with it mm-hmm. and making them have repercussions for yeah. doing yes. uh,
1: rolling those nap ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was a. that I also agree with that being a good decision, because, you know, especially like if, if you're sort of visualizing this, it does make the scene more interesting. Um, to have to have things that kind of don't go right, that don't necessarily advance the plot or anything in any way, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I, I'm always it's in for little... some audio physical comedy, right? Gives yeah. it that good flavor, that good mm-hmm. hot mint flavor,
0: mm. <laughs> just enough. And here comes some more, a very uh particular flavor. We meet a little imp oh. so who's gonna <laughs> chat with them named Ian, not like it's spelled. They're we- not. Yeah. Oh,
2: with just the best accent. It's <laughs>
0: such
1: a good little accent. I adore Ian. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure we're supposed to like these imps, but I really like these imps.
0: It, I, mean, I think, again, the way that we were picturing them, we shared the one picture of the Pokemon I was picturing, mm-hmm. uh, and then you were picturing the very cute Digimon, Impmon. So I think also, yeah, the way we're all picturing them, they're small and cute, and like... Little mischievous. They're imps, of course. Mm-hmm. They're goofy. So mm-hmm. when one comes out and starts talking to you with a cute accent and says, and calling you buddy, yes. and <laughs> jerky friend, <laughs> just loving this jerky. Now, here is the thing he says he's not going to cause any more harm, mm-hmm. um, but griffin didn't make the role to see if he's lying to them right mm-hmm. and even in the end after he tells him you know don't trust terry you're gonna see him later <laughs> and and i'm just gonna go i'm gonna go do my thing i'm gonna go make cheese <laughs> uh, now this is where i think it's gonna be really interesting are we going to see ian later and which i'm sure uh, we will do but you mean interesting we... i find it very interesting <laughs> um <laughs>
2: how dare you ann That was great.
0: But whenever we see Ian later, will he be making fine cheeses or... I will mean he have gone back.
2: A number and... one. I'm so excited for us to meet Ian later. Like yeah, put that on the murder board. Put the big heart around him. Put it
0: to put it to be continued next to his headshot up and on then the murder board. Also put like a little piece of cheese. A little picture of a beautiful camembert. If someone could
2: photoshop him wearing an apron and holding a goat a goat yes <laughs> that would be incredible because now it could go either way is he going to eat the goat or is he going to did you use it for cheese wait did you just ask somebody
0: to photoshop an apron on a picture that doesn't
1: exist <laughs> yeah i feel yes. like there might be a challenge here i don't know <laughs> I just wanted to check and make sure I heard that correctly.
0: Okay, good. Oh,
1: you guys, it's been a while since I've podcasted. You could just use a picture of Danny DeVito. That seems close enough. Oh, there you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he is impish, isn't he? He is, a bit, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he would be a good uh, imp voice actor, I think, if, if Travis Ooh, needed true. assistance in any way.
0: Definitely. Definitely. So, you know, whenever we see Ian again, really at this point, I don't know, it could go either way. He could go by his word and not cause any more trouble or we might have just let somebody very dangerous go
1: i've been (laughs) trying this whole time to make mischievous and cheese happen like as a word Mm. but mischievous is not really it's not there It's not going to happen. If you try hard <laughs> enough, anything can happen.
0: The, the, you know what? The effort's there, and I appreciate that. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I do want to cover in the, in the course of talking about Ian that he I does think say you're something really, talk really about important.
0: What I wanted to talk yeah, about.
1: Yeah, I just I don't want to I don't want to fast forward that because we don't we don't really know enough to talk about it in depth. But I think we certainly have to to bring it up that uh that Ian, well, we don't know whether or not he's telling the truth, but it is kind of a weird lie that he says that they were hired well, they I guess say that they're they were hired to um oh they were conjured to be yes, they were conjured uh and contracted at that point to distract the boys, yes, <laughs> them specifically and, and and specifically
2: keep them out of my hair mm-hmm now the question is. Mm-hmm did Terry say that, or did the person who hired Terry, because he said, my boss is boss. Yeah. yeah. So Terry is the boss, so whoever's above Terry is yes. the one like, I need them out of my hair.
0: Yes.
1: Go and play these games. Mm-hmm. That's
0: what I'm thinking.
1: And that mm-hmm. sure seems like it could very well be someone at the school. It, mm-hmm. certainly, it certainly does. Someone that probably starts with an H.
0: That's right. I think it might be, <laughs> I think it might be mm-hmm. hottie with a body. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Especially because the school specifically was like, this is a perfect opportunity for our young Mm -hmm. up and coming students to go out and get some work experience that isn't enough for like big time heroes to get. So since it Mm -hmm. was put together by the school, yes, it certainly seems like this was all one big
1: ruse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially after what happened with leon at the end of the mm-hmm. last episode uh-huh. it does seem like someone has just been tipped off to the fact that they're a little suspicious they
0: want these three to stay away yeah
1: maybe even get murdered maybe
0: even die you guys well oh. you know what ian thank you so much for at least um you know sharing this fish jerky with us uh telling us some realness and just being a pal for a moment before you go off and either cause harm or do good things. We'll find out. Make good
1: cheeses. <laughs> good choices and good cheeses. I
0: love it. There it is. Good choices and good cheeses upon all of you. That audio. is a
2: great shirt and I can't wait to wear it.
0: <laughs> this It'll go in our march line. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm so excited. We'll get there. All right. Let's start cracking open these doors. Whoever this Terry is, Ugh. let's find him. <laughs> and can I just say this first one is such a scene. It is, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Opening up the door... I imagine just the, like, light, a a rectangle of light falling onto, like, a pretty big, but still, like, cartoonishly, like, fat and cute spider who turns and looks at them and then just fear blog without missing a beat, just closing the door calmly again.
1: Yeah, this is the first thing that I really, really wanted to just do a storyboard for. Probably nothing further than that because I don't have time, but yeah, this is a great scene. It's incredibly (laughs) effective even in audio form, but I think uh, with visuals that would really push it over the top.
0: Exactly that. And it's done in a su- in such a way that you can see it so clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very comical. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we do have possibly our too kind uh, DM at times to remind them <laughs> that uh, maybe you know that imps can change shape. It just keeps getting better and better. This whole episode was so funny. When they open it back up and... <laughs> Clint wants to sneak attack. This is where you get the genius of Justin voicing Fearbog. Uh, because Fearbog is so stoic, but Justin is the best at not being able to hold in his laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the most just like open and raw with it. So trying there's like that struggle for just a moment of him trying to voice fear blog but also just not being able to contain his laughter. And it was one of my favorite parts. He
1: he is the number one best laugh in podcasting. I, it's and so I will stand good. by that. And I know that there are people who agree with me. <laughs> so <laughs> Once Justin's laughing, everybody's laughing. Or you're doing it wrong. It's true.
0: It's because, yeah. Well, and for sure, it's always because it's something so outlandish. Like Clint wanting to sneak attack from the one single door that they're all going to be walking through. Which I did like their suggestions of maybe him sliding between Fearbug's legs. Mm -hmm. I also liked, and I think this is maybe how it could play out in like an animation or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Because again, I can just picture this all so clearly. Is if Mm Fearbulk opens the door, immediately ducks down, and then Argo goes like sailing over him, like Mm -hmm. leaps over top, shouting, of course, sneak attack.
2: See, and I was very invested in the sliding between his legs Love situation, it. where
0: because verbal gets huge, he's and big. just, just into like,
2: and then yeah, uh, Argo just kind of slithers on through, like very stealthily, very smoothly, very slides smooth, in, very sexy, and, yes. and you know, there's like there that he as he's
1: coming in, it's like that slow mo thing they do in anime, like semi slow mo, where there's like that shing noise, one
0: hundred percent, definitely, and they get him, and it's done. Let's go to the next room. You thought it was cartoony and funny the first time. It's even better because immediately when he says I open door to you hear Clint shout sneak attack and it <laughs> made me laugh <laughs> and picture the exact same thing happening just to be like, uh, now I'm in and then landing in the room with nothing in it. Mm hmm.
1: <laughs> well, they think nothing in it, because, of course, the imps could be invisible, so like... you might as well shout some threatening things in the meantime. <laughs> Just,
0: you know, swing your rapier around a bit and see if you hit anything, I guess. Uh, this is that good D&D shit, you uh, guys. This is why
1: you play. I'm so
0: glad we're here.
1: But nothing's in there. No, it is true, yes. This
0: one is is very clear. But if
1: it was, they would be really intimidated right now. Oh, yeah. That's
0: how you know for sure. This one, we're good. Let's move on to room three.
1: And I did adore Justin just shouting
2: out room three. Mm -hmm. let Like, move it along, friends. Let's go. I appreciate a man who gets things done. Just
0: let's get on with it. Again, in the animation, I picture it happening like you just keep getting like title card screens and it's just as big, bold font room three. And then it cuts to them opening that door. And then when, you know, they they dodge the attack. And then room four each time instead of even transitioning Mm -hmm. between them moving from one room to the next.
1: Just no. put the card up. That saves animation money too. Yeah, I especially like the idea Good of move. like the door opening and the the like it just scattering all the letters.
0: Ooh, oh. getting a little artistic with it. I like it. <laughs> and storyboarding
1: right now. <laughs> always, every time I'm listening, I'm always storyboarding it. Always be storyboarding. <laughs> I
0: think that is just a thing. At least when you're very a very visual person, because I do the same. Where it's like, oh yeah, this is how it would how it would uh, pan out. Here's where the camera comes in. Here's our frame of reference, our point of view. Mm -hmm. Like, here we go. Open the door to room four. And the camera zooms on in (laughs) to our next fight.
1: Things get a little bonkers in room four. (laughs) They sure do. I like the idea that this imp has been hearing them come down the hallway yelling (laughs) sneak attack. And was like, oh, man, I guess I better get ready. And what they thought of was, I'm going to hide behind this skeleton.
0: I'm going to armor up (laughs) to sort of wear this skeleton.
2: Oh, See, I see. I pictured him holding it in front of him, like okay. I pictured him like in the rib cage. I mean, that's a great image too. That's
1: that's way scarier than mine.
0: <laughs> it was supposed to be a funny one, but I guess you're right. It is a bit ghoulish, isn't <laughs> maybe it? Maybe
1: it's maybe it's like a little. It could be a little bit of both. Like maybe he's kind of got his head and his upper body like through because they're pretty little, right? So like maybe yeah. it's kind of yeah. partway in the skeleton, but like holding it by the spine, so it's sort of like half a hat and half a shield.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. I'm
2: still one hundred percent visualizing the Pokemon too, just to be <laughs>
0: it's fair. Cute, it's cute, funny again, a little mm-hmm. little dark. And now it's holding a skeleton. <laughs> it's
2: holding a little papyrus. You know that imp uh, forgot
1: that it could go invisible and it was trying to hide
2: oh, it. and oh, it picked God something see through. Just got out of imp school, you guys. <laughs> mm. He was last
1: in his class. You girls
0: are making this sad when we kill this <laughs> thing, which we're about to do in a very fun way. At least it's a fun way that we kill yeah. this thing.
1: Yeah, it's a very, it's a very America's funniest home video way to die so it was worth it it
0: could be up for the grand oh, prize goodness. we have fear Bulg knocking the head off the skeleton Great. and then it gets outright bonkers like you said this here's where the bonkers comes in whenever
2: clint plays fast and loose with his
1: spells you know like it's such a
0: gift oh.
1: i mean he he definitely like there are times where maybe this time a little bit less so but there are times where not thinking i can't do that mm-hmm. means that you come up with really inventive solution that somebody wouldn't you know like mm-hmm. people who design the spells yeah. and people who normally use them would not think of like a strange way to use them and i still understand like even as a pretty seasoned player at this point for him to be like forget that you can't just kind of combine your spells right. into sure. one spell mm-hmm. You can't rapid fire them. Like I thought, I, I completely understood where he was coming from, even though he was definitely trying to get away with something. Uh-huh. Definite points for innovation. Love
2: it. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite thing when you take a spell and you use it in a way no one ever intended for mm-hmm. it to be mm-hmm. used. But also, I am a rule follower, and we have to abide uh. by certain <laughs> guidelines. I know, which are you can only cast one spell at a time. I'm so sorry. Clint.
0: That is fair. And you know what. We have a lot of fun chiding Argo for conjuring water, but it ended up being a good assist. It ended yeah.
1: up
0: helping out the team. Yeah, I
1: mean it's definitely more than just rain, right? Like, because it's all it's all hitting at mm-hmm. once. That's that's some pretty yeah. serious. Like, it's, very, it's part it's like cartoonish. Mythbusters experiment and part some really terrible prank show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did reference Flashdance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's
0: absolutely Flashdance, one hundred percent.
1: It's your <laughs> what a your community theater production of Flashdance where they drastically miscalculated the amount of water it was going to take.
0: (laughs) She's just out cold on the ground. (laughs) She's now gone prone. (laughs) Look out, Jennifer Beals. (laughs) And it does give Fitz just that extra little advantage, too. I mean, not that, like, these are, like, insanely difficult battles anyway, Mm -hmm. but, you know, you take the help where you can get it. And I always love the the in-between of these characters, like the thought of Fitz looking at Argo, like, what the hell was that? Like, he's a little impressed and he's definitely into it, but also <laughs> confused yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was
1: definitely picturing the Fearbulb just kind of like face palming silently, like, okay, I guess this is how we're doing this.
0: Listen, Argo's a wild card. You never know what he's going to bring.
1: <laughs> That's true. That plays out for the rest of the episode.
0: Absolutely. And hopefully for the rest of this entire arc. Ah, oh, fingers crossed.
1: I would also, before we move on, like to push. Uh, uh, Justin saying um, good spell, good magic, good times, good buddies is the (laughs) slogan for fantasy Fuddruckers, which I hope exists somewhere in this universe. I believe that it does.
0: It's definitely in the next biggest town over after Last Hell. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. Card. Room five. Empty. Room six. Snippers. No, Snippers is room seven.
2: Ah, damn it. I don't have anything
0: written down then. Apparently nothing
2: exciting
1: happened to me.
0: (laughs) Room six. uh, It's another moonbeam. Fireball goes in and is like, um, goodbye. Which is really I
1: mean, I'd like to point out I really liked these these two imps. That they, they come in and they look up and these guys have come to just obliterate them. But what they were doing was one of them was eating cotton <laughs> oh, balls eating. and the and the other one was Talking to the model of a human mouth, like making it, like puppeteering it.
0: Yeah, it was a mm-hmm. cute little like kids playing in a doctor's office scene, and then Fear Bull just murdered him. He
1: just blasts those boys. Again,
2: this is that beautiful, cartoony scene where, like, you just go into you're in that room already, and it's <laughs> the door. Opens. Guys, being very impish and sweet, and, and there's the, like the door cute music without- <laughs> It's just a blast. They turn and look and then just
1: like the whole screen goes white and like with little static lines or something and then they're just gone. they Their little skeletons are just dust. Purple doesn't even look at him. Like he turns and goes, room seven. Let's go. He's walking away in slow motion from this explosion of light.
0: Oh. Man, we are dark on this show. (laughs) <laughs> but I think we paint a beautiful picture. And now the room seven. Here's now we get snippers. where Snippers,
1: you go on ahead. What a good oh, boy.
0: He's such a good boy. But then it gets
1: super weird. Yes, it does get super weird. Okay. Yeah. Well I I'd first
2: wanna say it took me three listens to finally understand where Clint was coming from when he misheard Travis oh. Oh, okay. saying <laughs> Up high as up high. Oh, my goodness. So funny. And it really, because I was like, why is he bringing up pie? What's <laughs> going on? But it was when I had to do, like, my quick listen, and I had yeah. it on the double speed, or the one and a half, where I was like, oh, it does sound exactly like he's saying up high. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So finally, I was like, I get you, Clint. I get you. You're not having a stroke. I get you.
0: <laughs> Just some classic dad humor. <laughs>
1: But it's not a pie, it's a hawk.
0: <laughs> not even not even a bird pie. Just a bird. Oh. <laughs> and then, like, okay. So clearly somebody is trying to court Fitzroy mm-hmm. or uh, uh, curse him with a haunted 20-sided die. I don't know. <laughs> in the shape of a brooch.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is really strange. Just in the middle of what they're doing that suddenly there's this hawk that's like, what up? I brought you some jewelry. Right. Yeah, That specifically... Looks at Fitzroy and drops it.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I so
0: that's it where gives it's gives him like, a little wink, too. Right. Like, is somebody trying to go on a date with him? Is tr- somebody trying to, like, warn him? Did this... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know. I mean, my inclination is that this action, if it was... So say the brooch is cursed or something, or it's like a tracking yeah. item or something like that, or a way to spy Ooh. on them, which is interesting but it would be a really weird time to do it right like if this if this right. was orchestrated by some nemesis of theirs to keep them distracted and out of the way then uh-huh. it seems like that would not be the time to do something else that was in a ta- like why True. would you do both at the same time it seems more likely True. that these are coming Ooh, from like two different sources yeah like maybe yeah. this is somebody who's on their side however i would uh-huh. like to pitch an alternative which is that Please. Maybe the reason that they were sent to go deal with these imps and not something way more dangerous, like maybe the keeping them out of whoever's hair, that wasn't necessarily malicious. It could be that Mm. someone who's doing the right thing was trying to keep them distracted so that they didn't get into a worse situation than they were already in. Mm. Love it.
0: Now we are playing so many different rounds of chess all at one time. Indeed. This is definitely Star Trek chess. (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's also a game of uh clue jarek is that how you say it jarek yeah
2: i know what you're talking
0: about Uh,
1: jarek is the is the um the game in star wars that they're playing Ah. on the falcon that they where they say you gotta Ah. let the wookiee win always let the wookiee win i just call that star wars chess Mm.
0: i love it yeah does the one in star trek have a name
1: (laughs) uh it's just Tri-dimensional chess that's kind of lame yeah, it's uh, just three-dimensional chess. I thought it had another name, but they have some other games. There's like a Romulan game as well. It's just three-dimensional chess. It's it's literally just called that. I feel like right, they boring. should have come up with a better name for that. Uh,
0: <laughs> we'll come up with one for them. To be
2: fair, it was just the future. It wasn't a different planet.
0: That's true. That's true. Apparently, That's it's fair.
1: usually called a tri-D chess board.
0: Oh, all right it's a little fancy Mm -hmm. so that's what we're playing we're playing some tri-d we're playing some dajarik so that way you're moving a dozen pieces and some of those pieces might kill each other (laughs) add in some uh i don't know checkers and then maybe also a game of sorry just for good (laughs) Mm -hmm. measure To cover all of our bases. We're playing all of those. And take
2: a picture of all of them and put it on the murder board next to the ornate brooch. Uh Uh-huh. And... The bird. Put the bird's picture up there, too. That's exactly what I was going to say. I got you. Put the bird on there. Put Ian on there. No one leaves without getting on the board.
0: (laughs) Before you leave, take a goodie bag and stop and get your photo (laughs) taken so we can put it up on the board. Thank you.
1: Just for everybody uh, in this, what's in the in goodie this show? bag. Hmm. I can't definitely wait.
0: some like uh, diamond jewelry. I
1: was going to say tongue depressors and lollipops, but. <laughs>
0: tongue depressors and lollipops, absolutely. Uh, probably like tickets for a cruise and then some cotton balls for if you're snacky later.
2: <laughs> probably
0: like a can of silly String. I, and at least
2: one <laughs> cursed object. But we're not going to tell you which one. See, what's it going
0: to be? <laughs> we don't know. What, you don't know which one it is. Good luck. So uh, yeah, fits where I might now have a cursed a blessed a regular type brooch
1: yeah maybe this hawk just has a crush on him we don't know (laughs)
0: might just be an anamorph state Mm. that he's gonna go on later i don't know anyway roommate (laughs) that's the name of the brooch too that's what purebult says (laughs) i
2: forgot about that god i love him ah so we're in roommate and it is a storage Mm room
0: with a bunch of just a bunch of stuff
2: and in my little you
1: know grabby hands ways take it all oh
0: my gosh it's a game you guys take it all (laughs) they're trying
1: to be like maybe chaotic neutral at worst you know I mean (laughs) they had another campaign where they were they were just like let's take everything that's not nailed down and now they've (laughs) got to try it a different way (laughs) where they're maybe not stealing from a hospital let's
2: grab some chairs (laughs) They're very earnest about the working lives, like <laughs> yes. the working machinations of this world. And like, well, I'm not going to take from the hospital. It's a hospital. It's, it's yeah, very... they We'll get more. It's going to be fine.
0: Right. I, I think I think of it as like in a video game where it's like, it'll just respawn. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Oh, it's totally. a video
2: game. Never once in my gameplay did I ever think, "Well, I should leave this to someone else."
1: <laughs> fictional
2: that doesn't exist. Well, I mean,
1: maybe they later. were thinking of themselves because this is the new hospital in Last Hope, and they may be foreseeing that they're going to wind up there again. Hmm.
0: Sustained. I'll give a, I'll give you that. That's a good. That's mm-hmm. a good argument. <laughs> so they do only take the one. And yeah,
1: the one healing kit. They, yeah, Fearbulg grabs some mercury. Weird. What? Why? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> another time it. where he's saying he needs it. Uh-huh. It's definitely something. So maybe somebody else made him take it. Uh huh.
0: Uh, Argo grabs some arsenic. Why not?
1: LLL. <laughs> <laughs> well, arsenic and a healer kit. So he's covering both his bases.
0: Just in case you gotta kill somebody, just in case you gotta help somebody. Just you be know, prepared. I appreciate keep it leveled. That yeah
2: fitz who should be our lead villain here he takes a green lollipop
0: he'll just have a green lolly thanks green i mean I, that would have been my last choice as well maybe that's where the yeah. villainous side of him no comes in. false
2: green perfect Why? so green tastes best tastes like green green tastes, tastes best? good mm-hmm. green really? then orange
1: interesting
0: i guess i don't remember the last time i had is this one of those safety ones this little like loop.
1: Yeah, I was thinking it was probably a safety pop. Oh, it took me a minute. Cuz if I'm they there. don't have a yeah, if they don't have a flavor, if they if they're flavored by their color, by color. then I would say they are probably safety pops. That's what I figure. <laughs> Rather than a dum dum, which would be the the other alternative, right? Yes. right.
0: Well, and, and we're in a hospital.
1: Mm-hmm. Safety yeah. first. Yeah, safety so first
0: safety pop. Regardless, it's a great choice. Mm-hmm. It's like the probably the least villainous of all of them. And still only takes one. Still only takes one. And might
2: swing by if he wants another later. <laughs> <laughs> you got pockets, my friend. Go fill them.
0: <laughs> you know, he just likes to, he doesn't want to be too, he doesn't want the, the hospital. Like Ann said, you don't want the hospital getting on your case and being like, oh, I remember this guy. He took two suckers the last time he was here.
1: I mean, well, he could have that him. on the imps.
0: Absolutely I mean... you blame it on the imps. I saw that imp take 28 everything. suckers. You blame You blame
1: everything. On I saw an imp hole. with fifty of them stuffed into his cheeks like a chipmunk.
0: <laughs> he probably he did. says with three in one in one cheek.
2: <laughs> I had to show him I wasn't
0: intimidated,
2: so I did same.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that you could have done in this hospital that could have been blamed on the imps. I mean, mm-hmm. hell, I guess you could have blamed the the kids on it too. I I do appreciate exactly. that they weren't going to just take all of the supplies out of one and put it, or out of the other two, <laughs> put it in one. Because that That's, is dastardly. That one is so straight that up. That is a of.
2: villainous act for sure.
0: <laughs> don't don't lie about what's in the kit.
1: <laughs> just take it or leave it. Well, thank God we still have two. Oh no, they just replace all the supplies in it with lollipops and <laughs> open it and like oh no.
0: A flashlight full of jelly beans.
1: Uh no. Laughter what? is the best medicine. So, you know, they weren't really hurting anyone.
0: A flashlight full of jelly beans. That's from Park and Recreation.
2: I can't even wait until April 1st. It's gonna be a doozy this year.
0: Oh, go forth. Uh. Man, go with go forth with the spirit of not only the imps in this hospital, but apparently also the Heroes slash villains who are here <laughs> to stop them. Mischievous little jackrabbits all around. Uh,
2: clever turnips.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, room nine. One more sneak attack
2: <laughs> with the also very cartoony imps mm-hmm. poking. poking at each other, <laughs> getting angry, poking at the other one, getting angry. Played
1: out beautifully in my mind.
0: There, it's this like little, this weird like little kid mentality that you're getting from the mm-hmm. imps.
1: And they have, you know, so they had a a good reason to be concerned about consequences from the medical kit because they just last time made a case that there should be consequences for casting a moonbeam downstairs. And that's exactly what we're seeing now. They're already,
0: I think he kept calling him a little crispy.
1: Yeah, a little toasty. Mm -hmm.
0: Toasty, that was it.
1: (laughs) And Argo's
0: gonna sneak attack once again. But apparently before he can even
2: actually hit (laughs) him. That's true. He thinks he's gonna sneak
0: attack.
2: I What I assume, so amps were took, you know, pretty good damage from the moonbeam, mm-hmm. and every time they poked each other, I assume it was 1, one oh, HP, they just... <laughs> 1 HP,
0: 1 HP. That could have been it. Just popping up above their heads It's it a minus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So he doesn't even need the sneak attack. Argo doesn't. He thinks he might, but he's able to just easily take out the one
1: yeah, and then, and then like, we- as a test of what he can do, he <laughs> headbutts the other one as an unarmed you know, strike. <laughs> hmm Just, you know, it's a test run. Let's see what we can get up this to. This is... He messes up his hair. Oh, I know. Uh, that's
2: that's a shame. You hate to see that. You
1: hate to see but it. But this
2: is perfect. This is exactly what this kind of situation is for, is to see what you can do. Yeah.
0: Really and so Argo it. is having
2: a blast. He is just trying out all his different attack methods, yeah. seeing what sticks, what's great. And is it Fitz that asks him, like, well, what do you think? Like, reflect on it. What do you think yeah. about the headbutt?
0: Yeah, I think it's a uh, maybe not. <laughs>
1: not not great. He's got uh, goo. Maybe, maybe the Icor will turn out to be, uh, you know, some kind of really good conditioner. You never know. A styling know. gel, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, a face moisturizer. For someone Did who be. already has a deeply moisturized face. Very
0: moisturized. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's talk about this for a moment. Because, you know, I've never... I haven't been able to um, caress the face of a water genasi before. It, but I get the impression there must be some sort of uh, wateriness always going on. I don't it just know. It
1: doesn't sound great.
0: I, I don't... Like, that's where I'm like... Is he, is
1: he constantly damp? I don't know how I feel about that. I, oh.
0: I don't know if he's constantly damp, but if it's almost like... I'm trying to think of what kind of creature has the kind of skin i'm thinking of like almost I was a little he just bit glistens, aquatic you know? but not mm-hmm. like he's not damp but <laughs> is he secreting things? i don't think so
1: let's just go with glistened, like that kind of he's... that dewy you know just sort of dewy ingenue look maybe. well maybe. Yeah, i mean that look. sounds very nice so. uh
0: his selfies are constantly blowing up on <laughs> fantasy instagram
1: Hashtag woke up like this. <laughs> Hashtag oh no God. filter. Hashtag water genocide.
0: Vitor is so jealous, but also God, how could mm. you stay mad at him? He's beautiful.
2: <laughs> and with that, we can uh, move on to uh, room ten. Room ten. We made it, everyone. You put know, your hands get on the
0: Yeah, let's do this together. <laughs> I <really> want to celebrate. <laughs> What a cute scene. Nope. <laughs> well, on a side note,
2: if the DM ever asks for clarification on who's touching a thing or what your marching <laughs> order is, you know bad shit's afoot. And oh, yeah. I love that they were just like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, we're all, all we're of all us. holding on
1: to it. Since <laughs> we're effort. holding
0: to each other, we're holding on to the doorknob. It's great.
1: <laughs> what could possibly go wrong?
0: <laughs> I do once again, the door opens, and this happened in the first part too, where uh Fearbug and Argo were able to dodge Fitz. Nope. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I just assumed that both of them like went sideways to opposite exactly. sides and he was just standing Fitz there like in what? The middle.
0: <laughs> like where'd you go? Oh no. Uh, yeah, getting hit by a chain devil, which I had never heard of. And frankly, the description sounds quite horny. Like it does. You're above yeah. a, oh. a devil with chains all over him. What? Did y'all look at the pictures of them? Oh no! I'm okay. excited Very that I horny. get to do it live on on <laughs> on mic with everybody. Here we go. <laughs> is it two words? Yes. Should I write chain devil D D? It's it's chain demon, oh. isn't it? No, it's chain devil. It chain devil. Okay, let's see. Oh wait,
1: no. There's there's chain demons in in D there's a chain demon in Pathfinder. Okay, that's why there are two different ones. Get out of Pathfinder, Anne. We're in chain really? devil territory. Okay. There's no picture here. Hang on. Oh, All one.
0: right. Now. Yeah, that's
1: uh, there's a lot happening there. It looks mm-hmm. like very soul caliber happening
0: here. It's very, very soul caliber. It's a little like Hellraiser, but still horny. Though I guess you could. Yeah. Say, I mean, Hellraiser but hornier. <laughs> I think it's the uh, the amount of just a lot of bare skin with the only mm-hmm. covering being mm-hmm.
1: chains. <laughs> Seems Same. really uncomfortable, but you know, you yeah, know. I mean, if that's
2: what you're into, obviously, yeah. no it kink shaming here,
0: into no, no, no yucking of yums. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think I was distracted at the time, uh, wondering why they did not start referring to this this creature. Like because Travis immediately says uh, when they when they trigger this effectively a trap and these two chains come bursting through the door. I was like, why are they not making a two chains joke right now? Oh, uh, because they're love- my age and we don't get that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. That's where your mind went. Maybe two chains is this chain devil. That's how. <laughs>
1: Oh, that was definitely. I think that was where my brain went um, with some variation on two chains somehow.
0: I love it. It's him covered in chains. That's who they're fighting. Oh, and now it's fight time. The
1: battle's on. Uh, but also,
0: what the hell, Terrence? What are we like? So here's just more of that weird bravado. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all a play. This mm-hmm. is all a big act. Very weird.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does seem to be lying for sure like this does seem like maybe it's not even a like not only is it not probably not the big bad uh as much as maybe because it's insisting so much that it is but i also wondered like is this even a chain demon or is this an imp posing as a chain sure interesting Mm. i hadn't even thought about that because it seems like they can take abilities you know in addition to so they're not just like it's not an illusion it's a chain devil don't you Chain to demon status. <laughs> Chain devil. He I'll, worked I'll, I'll hard for it. that
0: promotion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think this is... It's all very trust no one, I think, at this point. 100%. I don't trust anyone.
0: This is, you know, where are we moving these pieces on these multiple different games that we're playing. I just don't mm-hmm. know. But what I do know is regardless of what he is or isn't faking or lying about, this fight is very real. Mm-hmm. And it is. And I think the fear bulb takes a hit. And it mm-hmm. fits berserks. And girls, I love it when it fits berserks. <laughs> I'm always here for it. Show it the cat. Derek loves it, too. <laughs> He's like, tell me about it, girl. Um, and then his little, uh, he has to roll against the, the wild magic trait. And uh, this time, it's it was almost like an Occlumency roll mm. to mm. kind of tap into the Fearbulg and the Chain Devil's minds. So we don't get anything Too scandalous.
2: No deep, dark secrets. No sins and vices. No.
0: And nothing to, you know, nobody's taking any, like, serious damage or anything yet. So that was a pretty... A pretty softball roll on our wild magic table. Yeah,
1: it'll be interesting to see if he happens to roll this again at some point where it is, you know, it does become something critical. Because you'd have to get the timing just right, and you can't control it. So it will be interesting Mm -hmm. to see if it does come back. Yeah, see what plays out. So what I really love, it. this is
2: a very classic D&D fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like this kind of the stuff we're waiting for, where it is that back and forth, that kind of volley, yeah. where it's not, yeah. oh, let's stab an imp, now a zicker, ah, like, exactly. this is really, I'm going to do something that could cause, and pardon the pun, a chain reaction.
0: Oh! <laughs> ah! I didn't even mean for that. I, I She's saw high-fiving I couldn't everybody. I could stop that train. She and Derek just high-fived, like, five times in a row. <laughs> he did
2: just high-five me, no joke. Uh, <laughs> he's good kitty. Um, but you really do kind of everyone gets their turn everyone yeah. everyone takes a hit everyone yeah. Yeah. gets in a hit everyone yeah. gets to try something new argo right gets to use the chains he found on the first floor and grapples the chain devil again giving us that really good visual of a strength test like oh yeah love this shit yeah
0: there's a lot of artistry in this fight um i think it's earlier on fitz full-on like fucking brains the chain devil in the side of the head Mm -hmm. with his maul great the fear bull gets to hulk out of the chains that were Mm. bound around him come on break those chains
1: yeah. And I mean, it's going relatively well up up until that point. Um, and then, you know, and, and they were trying to be proactive, too, because, like, even before it's really a serious issue, Argo uses the potion on the Fearbulg, uh, yeah. you know, kind of anticipating that things are going to go south. Quick bar- Instead, what happens? Yes. Cyber. He call,
0: he he does say that uh, the furball has cute lips and I just uh, you know I just want everybody to uh, be aware of that. Thank you. Please continue.
2: I want to continue with the fact that the furball not unconscious.
0: Well, no, but he was bound up, so he couldn't do it himself. He he was just gonna help his friend out. I don't know. I don't think he was bound by this point. No, no, he was he was definitely grappled. He yeah, he was still mm, grappled. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that
1: was before he broke broke free of the chains. Yes. And before they made the Fleetwood Mac jokes. So, (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, like, up until this point, they're they're having, like, a pretty fun... Well, I mean, you don't ever have a fun battle, but, you know, it's kind of a fun battle, right? Like, it seems Mm -hmm. like they've got this guy, although they're definitely getting to the point where they're like, okay, we keep doing these attacks. How many hit points does he have? Mm -hmm. Um, And then we find out that he can, like, animate chains right. and he takes and then it like all of a sudden I mean we got a sharp left turn into Argo being down and yes. immediately having to death save yes.
2: and this is where I will argue that this is absolutely a chain devil and not an
1: imp in disguise oh
0: okay Fair point. because he could animate the chains Because he can use mm-hmm. the powers
1: yeah yeah I wasn't I don't know the finer points of imp shape shifting yeah also crazy HP yeah. like yeah, yeah that's true the HP doesn't mm-hmm. wouldn't match up I suppose
0: mm. Also true, also true. Okay, so that's fair. This is a legit chain devil then. And yeah, Great when Great name he, for a metal band. Ooh, love it. Yep. <laughs> Write it down. Yeah, it got pretty serious once he takes Argo down. And mm-hmm. I really loved uh, the choice that Griffin made for Fitzroy, that seeing his friends get hurt can trigger the Berserk. And then yeah. at the same time, we now see seeing Argo get taken out, also made it dissipate it was suddenly like Mm -hmm, oh god i can't be flying off the handle right now i need to focus up and go help him and Uh and i thought that was a really neat choice and a very cute choice i think these Uh boys are cute and he was gonna go try to save him immediately and to the bad hit for it
1: Uh Mm uh-huh yeah it was it was a rough player choice because Uh i don't know whether griffin really realized it until he'd already said it that dropping out of rage meant he yeah. was going to take more damage too. But even even that aside, he knew he was going to take that attack of opportunity, uh-huh. and it was a good character choice. Exactly. And that. presumably, like the character would also have known that, right? Like he's putting himself in more danger. Like mm-hmm. I assume he was not like consciously aware of. You don't have time to think about that, even if you could. Like, oh, this is going to kick me out of rage, and, right. and you know, et cetera. But you would probably know if you s- disengage from a fight. Yeah. And go over to your fallen comrade and probably have your back to your enemy. You know, that's not going to go well for you. Right. Mm -hmm. You
0: are putting yourself in a very vulnerable position. Yeah. Yes.
1: And we've had a lot of conversations about Fitz and his ego, and this is definitely Mm -hmm. um, a very selfless moment. It's it's a very knightly act.
0: Yes, it really is. Very knightly, very romantic. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
0: (laughs) Just saying, just saying, just saying. But you're also, you're totally right. I feel like this is... (sighs) I think that this is actually a really good show that like yeah Fitzroy is capable of being a chivalrous knight I think Mm -hmm. he gets in his own way and this is a nice little moment a nice little reminder that boy you can (laughs) yeah
1: yeah you and it does it. seem like we've got more than one character here who's—I mean, it really all three of them are kind of on this knife edge of being manipulated, and they can kind of go either way as characters. Like the the idea of the school having this hero-villain dichotomy really seems to yeah. speak to their kind of general themes that they're being. They're being used at this point by people with unclear motives that Uh are maybe potentially trying to push them towards good or evil. um, And they're not completely aware of the fact they're being manipulated or for what reason or in what direction. So this is the first time I think that I would make a strong case for that in any of the arcs that it was really, truly unclear what kind of choices they were going to make and where these characters were going to end up because they're not obviously the good guys. Mm Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you could
1: certainly make a lot of a, a, a lot of conversation about Taco's sense of morality yeah. but um, and his choices. But I still think that was still a much clearer, um, you know, he was he was going to wind up being, you know, maybe selfless, but still a good guy. Does that make sense? Like, um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like Taco was was a very gray area from the beginning. And these Absolutely. characters are more like. They're coming in good, and the question is whether or not they're going to be corrupted by other people's motives. Sure,
0: I like it because yeah, these characters are coming in very much as as they should be. They are students; they're mm-hmm. being they're in a position to be influenced by mm-hmm. authority around them. Yeah, yeah,
2: sweet summer children,
0: as we like to yes. call them. That's absolutely it. Well, and uh, e- to even further show where fitzroy is at least in this very moment and at least how he feels towards these two boys in particular the fact that yeah he he went to argo to use the healing potion on him or the, to use the health kit i forget which the one med he used. Kit, yeah. Yeah. The med kit, yeah yeah and did have a moment of do i help myself and you you know thought about it mm-hmm. but then it was no of course not he's gonna he's gonna help argo no. who clearly mm-hmm. needs it more than he does in this moment mm-hmm. and don't worry Fearbulk's still up. He's still standing. He's still got some hits in him. And he's still all
2: about them cold spells. Yeah, all mm-hmm. right. Casting frostbite, cast in frost knife. Dagger. Ice or, knife. Ice yeah. Dagger. Yeah.
0: I did love the way Fitz said, please kill him. <laughs> mm-hmm. It sounded so real. It was very good. Yeah. And again,
2: please imagine Always. Fitz kneeling. Holding. N- holding. Argo. Like, down there, yeah, on his knees. Argo oh, propped so up. Yeah, and like kind of holding him, hold, like you know, med kidding whatever, and looking yeah. over with just desperation Bleeding. in his eyes, like kill him, like yes. finish it, yes. do it.
1: And Furbolg does one nod, and then yeah, knife in the chest. Yeah, and this was very like kind of fun, goofy times, side job kind of thing until this moment where it yeah. really. You know, and this is the first time for them as young people and not experienced, this is the first time it's really broken bad for them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's definitely I, I would be interested to see if they talk about that at all in the next episode, if they have any time for that kind of character development. It's just sort of thing that happens that we sort of deal with off off screen, I guess. Is yeah. what I would say about the stuff that isn't actually in the show but that <laughs> yeah. we're aware has happened. Yeah. Um,
0: if maybe this just manifests then later in maybe how they handle themselves the next time. Yeah, yeah I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, this was def. They were definitely a risk at this point mm-hmm. for sure. Well, it's crazy to think that it could have started as you know,
2: distract them, mm-hmm. get them out of my hair. Yeah, you know, and to then one of them being knocked out and almost like if he had gotten three bad rolls, sure, that's, closer that's to, the game for that character, closer
0: to death than you want. You would, yeah. you know, that you want your friends uh-huh. to get for sure, especially mm-hmm. if it's not supposed to be real potentially. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like because... this will be a
2: good learning experience for them. Oh no.
0: <laughs> right, cuz they they do defeat Terry and he's like glad about it. So it continues to be weird as he's like, right? Doesn't he isn't he like, "Oh, yeah. oh well you, done. Like, you, you got it. You, you did you, you, it."
2: You defeated everything that was ever wrong yeah. in your
1: life. So this is where all I'm all like, the
2: weird stuff that's been happening was on me and everything's fine. Right. It it's very You're like, strange. No. Cuz
1: the whole thing seems like such a smokescreen and yet right it got so dangerous for a second there so it's really it really raises a lot of questions about who has done this and why and what they yeah. plan to do in the future and like how much danger are they really yeah. in
0: and are we all just somewhere laying in a pod being matrixed and none of Ooh. this is real i don't know <laughs> just saying
1: maybe
2: we'll find out next time and
0: probably we'll find out in the next episode <laughs> but hey gift
1: certificates hey. Hey. Yeah, we're almost dying
0: Listen, we're so sorry about the fact that you almost died. Here, take this. Go have a drink. Go have a dinner.
1: Have a nap. Go to the spa. (laughs) Absolutely,
0: please have a nap in a spa. You you defo deserve those.
2: This is where I have to admit I skipped this the first two times I listened. Oh, the last
0: part? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I thought that I thought the end trailer or the
1: oh, cr- no. roll
2: credits was the end. I was like, oh, no, Yeah, I bet some people missed it. <laughs> at uh-huh. least you heard it before
0: we recorded. How funny would it be? We're like, wait, what? <laughs> You're like, hold on, there was more?
1: We listened to the secret episode <laughs> we that Brittany spawn? didn't hear.
0: <laughs> Travis just left a full 20 minutes of empty space so you could find the secret track. Because, <laughs> yeah, Fitz has got to go meet up with uh, Buckminster, which they agreed to do back at... Uh, Rainier's party. Buckminster, mm-hmm. who is clearly under some sort of.
1: Oh, yeah. No, no question. He didn't have yeah. to do that to detect magic. That was uh-huh. that definitely something was wrong. Like,
0: it was good to, I guess, make sure, be totally posy, especially yeah, if it bits yeah. and you're not. 100%. Well and you gotta be sure
1: what the magic is. I think yeah. that was why Griffin mm-hmm. was trying to dial in, like, can I tell what you know, specifically it? what was what was wrong? Because, you know, you want to make sure, I don't know, he's not been replaced with a clone or something. Sure. Right. You know, else. Yeah. Who
2: would do that? Mm. Replace themselves with a clone. <laughs> Weird.
0: Mm. But I do love uh how Griffin plays this closer
1: mm-hmm.
0: of this idea that Buckminster's like, no, it's totally fine. I just I forgot. Leon is uh He's, uh, he's
1: on a trip. He's, he's having a, a quick
0: vacay. Yeah. I think it's
1: grandma, probably. <laughs>
0: he's probably defo at the beach or something. Anyway, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And uh, then cheersing the good job that they just did at the hospital. And then the idea of Fitzroy having nothing to say besides, like, yeah, cheers. Thanks. Is, right. It says so much. It speaks volumes, yeah. which I think is a sign of a really great character so far. Yeah. hmm.
1: He's the And he's the only one who's really aware of this picture of how wrong things are going because uh-huh. the Fearbolt's not aware that something is the matter, really. Yeah. And, you know, Argo, it's still unclear. Like, I mean, obviously Argo's something is his... going on, but yeah. he doesn't, you know, it could still be like, It could still be a good thing, not a bad thing. Yeah, he's on another side of it. Yeah. And poor Fitz, he's really the only one who's completely isolated from the things that are going on because the only person he had to talk to was Leon. And now Leon Uh is gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So.
0: Now he's got this weirdo being weird. Also, here's Mm -hmm. a quick question I had, and I don't know if this is suspicious or not. This is genuinely just something I thought could be. Um... Because Buckminster cheers to the Thundermen, and I'm like, should he know what that is?
1: They talked about it at the party, didn't they? They talked to Rainier about it. Yeah. So that's where I just... I, I
0: don't know if it... I didn't know if it was suspicious. I just it was, was like, probably, I don't know if that's widely enough known.
1: Yeah, it was probably not a hint. It was probably just that it already existed in the meta for Travis. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Fair enough. I think it's like cer- it certainly that's... It's also possible. It is uh-huh. it is possible that he knows about something that he shouldn't because maybe he's been... I'm trying to remember. I'd have to go back to the episode to figure out who he had mentioned it to. Did yeah. he mention it to Higglemas? I he think mentioned so. it to someone else, so... I can't, I, but I can't remember what scene that was. Yeah, in. I feel
0: like that was when he was talking to Hagelmas, when he kind of came up with the name.
1: Yeah, he I think so he was so to about someone it. else Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so that I mean, it may that may be a relevant point. I would I would say put a pin in it but maybe don't overthink it because it's it's unclear whether that was yeah because you know there's only so much you can block out the stuff that you of actually course. know as a person yeah mm-hmm. um,
0: and when you're handling 20 different characters at yeah. any given time it's totally understandable if Travis yeah. was like oh no that wasn't <laughs> it was just shorthand that I yeah. forgot maybe he shouldn't know I
1: right. could also believe that it was deliberate though so right? I could go either way yeah I think it could have been deliberate move
0: that move that piece on the sorry board you just don't know oh girls Is there anything we forgot to mention that we want to bring up now?
1: If you are looking for a band name and Mm -hmm. Shane Double doesn't do it for you, they also refer to when they're talking about the Poison Birds, they also say Poison Hawk. And I was like, love it. Really good hair metal band's name. 100%.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to add. This one was just, it was a lot of fun. I I really enjoyed these past two episodes. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Again, this is the kind
1: of stuff that makes me miss playing. Yeah,
0: this is that D&D realness. Mm -hmm.
1: Get me a team. I would also like to pay for a spinoff that's just the Fearable teaching economics. Oh my God. Uh, Because clearly Justin is on top of this and, you know, I would never say no to some advice and some insight. So I would pay for that masterclass. Yeah, agreed. As a small business owner.
0: (laughs) Yeah, No kidding. (laughs) Sign me up. Watch out, Dave Ramsey. (laughs) <laughs> Here comes the Furbolg. Furbolg
2: Financials. Love oh it. Oh my God.
0: That brings us to our poll. When you <laughs> go to Furbolg Financials, what do you like to see in your stock options? Okay. <laughs> okay, so last time we asked, what did our boys miss at the start of this party? This imp bash that was happening. And uh, it turns out it was a little bit of dancing a couple of drinks but the biggest thing that they missed was a game of spin the potion bottle obviously (laughs) don't worry you guys can play it some more back at your dorm room thanks everybody so much for voting (laughs) now this time we want to know what's good We'll have that pull up over on our Twitter at Romancing Zone. Uh, don't forget to grab your swag bags and get your photo taken on the way out, and we will see you in two weeks. Till then, thanks for joining us. I'm Nell Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey. And I'm Ann Kern. And we've been Romancing the Zone.